0: Hello, this is Dale Connolly from The Morning Show with our weekly podcast. And this time, it's a bit of a departure because The Morning Show is ending. We're having a big final broadcast at the Fitzgerald Theater. Next week on the podcast, you'll get a sampling of that last show. And this time, excerpts from some of the interviews Jim, Ed, and I did with our Minnesota Public Radio colleagues as we became news for just the briefest of moments. So our 15 minutes of fame begins now. Stay with us.
1: I'm Kathy Wurzer, and it's Morning Edition on Minnesota Public Radio News. At about this time in the morning, thousands of listeners around the region tune in to start their day gently with two guys who've spent their career doing one of the most difficult jobs in radio. At about 4 o'clock each morning, For the past 25 years, Dale Connolly and his sidekick, Tom Keith, also known as Jim Ed Poole, arrive at Minnesota Public Radio to begin preparations for their long-running morning show. Tomorrow is their last day on the air. Tom's retiring. Dale's going on to another project here at Minnesota Public Radio. And a morning staple for many people will ride off into the broadcast sunset. Or is that, I don't know, sunrise. I guess it's sunrise. Mm -hmm. Dale and Tom have graciously agreed to come down to my studio to say goodbye and to talk about their show. Nice to see you guys. Well, thank you for inviting us.
2: Nice to see you. We're so close and yet so far.
1: I know. The only time I see you is when I go upstairs to get another can of Diet Mountain Dew. That's right. (laughs) And I wait. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) It's not good, actually. Uh There are broadcasters, guys, who would kill for your longevity on the air. And I'm wondering, what ingredients do you two think have made you so successful? What's the secret, Dale? The secret
0: to our success has been a group of intensely committed, I would almost say ferocious listeners who uh, enjoy what we're doing. It's not a big group, but they understand the whole thing about public radio, and they've supported us consistently over the years, and that has really been our salvation. And parents who have forced their children
2: to listen to the morning (laughs) show. That is the other part. Because uh, we've gotten so many letters from people who have said that their parents forced them to listen, and that over time they became big fans, and now their kids are listening, which tells you how long we've been doing That's right. we
0: broadcast to yeah. suffering children yeah
1: but they remember you too and you are memorable because i i love your i said gentle that people begin mm-hmm. their day in a gentle manner you're so gracious and you're funny and We're, i enjoy that uh,
2: people uh, some people have written in to say the reason they like the show is because we sound just as tired as they feel see yeah
0: so <laughs> and, so, and that's true it is all right now it's, yeah. it was yeah. true it was the, the first true. reality show yeah so <laughs>
3: yeah
1: <laughs> You know, people always ask me if I have memorable moments here at Morning Edition. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I can't remember what I did last week. No, uh, so I'm not yeah. going to ask you exactly. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah we Thank have you. no exactly. memorable yeah, it's, moments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sleep deprivation at work. I think so. <laughs> That leads me to this question in terms of memorable music, actually, because you do play some excellent music, and I think that's also what makes your show go round. Would you agree with that, Mm -hmm. Dan?
0: Yes, and we also play some horrible music, and that makes our show go round as well. People (laughs) hear things that they won't hear anywhere else on our program, and there are a number of reasons for that. But Name one. Well, back in 1927, there was a singing cowboy named Arthur Miles who appeared out of nowhere – Sang one song. He recorded one song and then he vanished. But the odd thing about it is what he's doing. He's not just yodeling like a cowboy singer typically would in 1927. He is doing something that we now recognize as Tuvan throat singing. How he figured it out, where he got it, why he did it, nobody knows. But let's listen to this little excerpt from uh, Arthur Miles' recording of The Lonely Cowboy.
4: And somewhere smoking cigars.
0: Them. He's humming low, and there's another note that appears up above. It's the note inside the note. So he's singing two at the same time. Where did he get that? We have no idea. Where'd and, you find this? Well, it's just—I don't. We don't know. It was in a collection in our library. We stumbled across <laughs> it and thought, "Wow, this is weird." And a few other people know about it, but you know, we put that on the air right away. Uh, other stations—they'd have to have a meeting to figure out whether or not that had any appeal. We didn't care. You know, so one or two listeners responded to it, and that was good enough for us.
1: So how do you two manage to get together and talk about the music? Do we you don't. just say, Hey, I found yeah. this great well, see that, that's, song? I
2: think that was the beauty of and still is <laughs> the beauty of the morning show mm-hmm. for one more day. Uh is that we don't talk about the music. Dale has a different taste, I have different tastes, and that's why there's such a wonderful variety, I think, of music on the morning show.
1: Well, what is your taste, Tom Keith, if I may ask?
2: There's so many so much music on that we like and to pick one, okay, I have to pick one, right? Yes, you do. Uh I like um Mexican music. Mm. Just cuz I like Mexican food too yeah. and the color and the the, the excitement the of Mexico. Oh yeah, exactly. And Flaco Jimenez is always a great. He does some great waltzes. We will listen to Can we listen to one? Sure. Here's uh, one called Victoria. <laughs>
1: around here, Ooh. Tom. I like that. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. I like yeah, that. You're,
2: you're fun to dance with.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Woo. I rarely get to dance on Morning Edition. Oh, wow. Thank you for, yeah. for being my partner See, here. You can't this. help
2: but dance or bob. Or,
1: I like it. Isn't that fun? You know, when it comes to music, i got to ask you about a, a specific piece of music. What about, what about the Bears?
0: This, I believe, was taken from... It was smoky. Uh, we'll taken be from uh, a piece of writing by Dr. Seuss, I think it was set to music, the whole idea of a person waltzing with a group of bears uh, turned into a song, and it became, to the extent that we've ever had such a thing, a runaway hit on The Morning Show. And it is absolutely so precious and sweet uh, that hipsters shrivel up when they touch it. Uh, but uh, we've had a great time with it, and uh, it's called Waltzing with Bears
1: goes wah, 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 waltzing with bears. Raggy bears, shaggy bears, baggy bears too. And there's nothing on earth Uncle Walter won't do. So he can go waltzing, wa. I have to tell you, too, I've never seen my staff <laughs> yeah. swaying in the control room. <laughs> you know, I know.
0: You know, you really have to just go with it. On a song like this, it's, it's fun, and that's the whole idea. Music is supposed to be fun, and we've been trying to do that for 25
1: years. You two are very interesting individuals, just because I've had the uh, the great good fortune of working with you for so many years. But what's the key, in your minds, to a, a good long-term relationship, working relationship?
0: distance yes yeah separation <laughs> is that why your
1: desk is across the room that's right
2: yes you have us sitting closer than we're used to and it's i feel yeah. a little tense right, right, right now it. i'm okay.
0: just struggling to make it through yeah here but we'll be all right what's well, your aftershave it's,
3: it's kind of overwhelming <laughs> When the prairie sun climbs out of the hay and spreads a blanket of light to hurt the stars from the night, we'll hit the old corral with a cowboy yell. When the prairie sun climbs out of the hay, you can hear them buckskins stomping around.
1: The boss is happy to know the gang is raring to go. You'll hear the and
4: good afternoon. Welcome back to Midday on Minnesota Public Radio News. I'm Gary Eich, and those are the Sons of the Pioneers. And this hour, we mark the end of an era, or at least the end of a terrific run on the radio. Dale Conley and Jim Ed Poole, who some claim is actually Tom Keith, Tomorrow, Dale and Jim Ed are wrapping up over 25 years as hosts of The Morning Show on Minnesota Public Radio's music stations. It's been a great way for people to start their day all these years. Harmonies from the Sons of the Pioneers, showstoppers from Ethel Merman, large doses of friendly humor. So So, 25 years. Congratulations, uh, especially getting up so early in the morning. I mean, all kidding aside... That is a, a heck of a run at a heck of a time of the day. It's just bone-back-breaking, bri- is it not? Well, my experience is that it's not difficult to get up early in the
0: morning. Um, I get up at about 3, and I find that easy because I've I've liked what I've been doing. Uh, mm-hmm. The difficult part is staying awake at 1 in the afternoon. That's where it really – that's the killer right there. And but, in, the, uh, in the summertime,
2: it was uh, – you go to bed, I go to bed at 7, and, uh, you know – Daylight savings, the sun is still up, kids are all playing, they're cutting the grass.
4: Everybody's having a good time. Yeah,
2: I'm y'all out the window. <laughs> you know what time it is? It's exactly. 7 o'clock. <laughs> Evo try to sleep.
0: He was a retired
4: guy before he became a retired guy. Yeah, yeah. what a good practice. Star Tribune, uh, front page story today, gentlemen. Very, very impressive, although I must say... I never thought that I would see a story about you guys with the word "dude" in it. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I sure was I'm it just, dud? Yeah. I thought That was "dud." I'm just,
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm quite angry with uh, Governor Blagojevich for, for stealing the headline. I, that was my am, and he got there first.
4: So, are you uh, are you wrapping things up only, uh, Jim? Ed, because you're retiring. Is that is that? How did this come to be? Well, uh, I decided that I had had it. <laughs>
2: I couldn't take Dale anymore. Yeah, I, fine, I, I decided, well, you know, the market's way up. Yeah. I think it's crazy. time to retire and take advantage of it. <laughs> so I announced that and it's like a snowball. You can't stop it once it goes downhill mm-hmm. and uh and the market went right with it. <laughs> so.
3: Yeah,
0: that's right. I think Jim Ed said in uh the end of May, about the end of May that that he'd wanted that he was going to retire. He actually had been talking to Mike Pangra, our producer, and and to me about it for 15 years or so (laughs) that he he wanted (laughs) to retire. But then, you know, about a year and a half ago, he said, I think I'm really going to do it. And we said, "Okay, well, you know, whatever you want. Just let us know when you're going to make the announcement so we can be prepared. And he made the announcement. And uh, and then everything went in the tank. You know, the whole summer unfolded and then fall the way it did. Uh, You know, Jim Ed did make a late offer to. Stay on part time, yeah. uh, but I, I think the decision had already been made. Things had been set in motion. He, he was going to retire eventually, anyway. If not right now, then within the next few years. I guess the decision is like turning
2: a big ship around.
0: <laughs> we once, just once you've got the momentum, change. you can't <laughs> must we can't, continue. We can't change it. We've had meetings. Must continue, and and so you know we're going to we're going to go ahead with it. <laughs> we're going to go ahead, uh, and ultimately this would happen anyway. Uh, and it's it's time to to try something. New for both of us.
4: And you are doing something altogether different, doing a program on uh, on the Internet and the HD radio. And... Right.
0: Yes, we're calling it Radio Heartland, and, and it's really a response to what we've been hearing from the listeners since the announcement was made that the morning show would end. Uh, we received many, many, many messages and emails from people saying, I, I love the kind of programming that you do, and I understand that people their lives change and they come and go but why can't you continue to provide this style of programming and so Radio Heartland is going to be just that and it will be available online 24 hours a day uh, which is something we've never had before with the morning show it's always been just a few hours in the morning we're going to expand it and offer it online and through digital radio in the Twin Cities area which is a, a new development that uh, people are just finding out about and
4: then you have a blog too and I'm, I'm going to have a blog uh-huh. Yes. Tom uh oh, oh, Jim Ed, I'm sorry this this fellow Tom, Tom, Tom yeah. Keith is he doing he's going to continue to do the sound effects on the Keeler show, right?
2: Yes, he is and I still will drive for him. Uh-huh. But, uh, uh, he's not a bunch of a tipper but you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm looking for part-time work so. uh uh-huh. I'll keep doing that. Yeah, Tom Keith will still be doing sound effects as, far as, mm-hmm. as long as the show keeps going
4: and Jim Ed will be doing
2: I'll be in my my wood shop. Uh, and uh, making um, lawn ornaments. Uh, in case you want one of those, you know, the the old people bending over uh, uh-huh. for yard your yard. Nuts. Let yard me know, Gary, good. and I'll I'll make one for you as big as you want.
4: Uh huh. Get that order in now. Yeah, I I'm I have a feeling I'm going to be swamped. Jim Ed Dale Conley here in uh, in studio to talk about uh, their marvelous career as uh, morning show hosts coming to an end now. Uh, again, love to have you join our conversation at 651-227-6000 or 1-800-242-2828. Online address, minnesotapublicradio.org. Before we get to um, listener questions, though, uh, Dale, you've prepared a few. Uh, one of the hallmarks of the program, oh, yeah. just a continuing wonderful mm-hmm. comedy bits, if you will. Well, they're not all wonderful. But that some are, <laughs> some are. But that's that's the
0: nature of comedy, you know. You go with what you've got at the moment and mm-hmm. let the chips fall where they may. We have had a series of characters who have come and go, uh, gone from the show. And the great thing about working with Jim Ed is he's so versatile as an actor. He can take on just about any personality you ask him to, to do. So he's been my muse. I have uh, uh, thought about a character and I I simply put it in front of him and he makes it uh, come alive. And one of our uh, regulars is. The Bubby Spamden, so joining us live from the halls of Wendell Wilkie High School, perennial sophomore, Bubby Spamden. Good afternoon, Bubby.
2: Yeah, it's so late. I'm like, you know, falling asleep, and you know, I got a math class coming up oh, here. Which, which so.
0: class are you going to? I don't know. Okay. Some kind of algebra, I think. Al- shouldn't you know the sort of math you're studying? Yeah, I guess. It's kind of with numbers. Yeah, I know that, right.
2: Hey Gloria. Did you do your math homework? Bubby. I found a fourth grader to do mine. She lives right next door Bubby. to me. Bubby. Uh, I used the email to go to, to go to Hong Kong where they did it before really fast, but now the little kids in my neighborhood are almost as good. It's just incredible. Bubby really. what? Bubby.
0: Shouldn't I'm you be doing Gloria no shouldn't you be doing your own homework so you can get a job someday?
2: Well, what economy are you talking about where I could get a job (laughs) someday?
0: But knowing more can only help you.
2: Well, I'd like to be a car czar. Well, I know... (laughs) I'm I'm hoping there'll be a lot of really neat-sounding political jobs, you know, coming up in the next few years, the kind of job you don't need to know algebra for. You just need to be tight with the right people. Well,
0: we don't even know if there's going to be a car czar, Bubby.
2: Oh. Okay, what about a pizza prints? No,
0: there's not a plan to create a... Oh, then
2: a, I'd settle for a Lord of Skateboards, because I yeah. like them, too, in the U.S. Skateboard industry, like, you know, too cool to be allowed to fail, in my opinion. Right, but
0: there's been no bailout for the skateboarding industry How about as far emperor as we... of the
2: wheels? Every yep. wheeled thing would be under my control. Well, I, Even I, Gloria's grandmother's wheelchair, yeah. which would be cool, because you think Gloria would pay some attention to me, finally.
0: Well, I don't think that that's... It. Well, there's your bell.
2: Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Do you need your fancy degree to tell Look, me... that. I, I don't...
0: I, I'm telling you, I don't think there will ever be... an an emperor of the wheels job in the U.S. Never government. Never. Well, I wouldn't go to someone who, yeah. who, who doesn't know algebra for oh, a job okay. I'll like I'll hire
2: a fourth grader to help me, right. then bye.
0: Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Bubby Spamden, live
4: from Wendell Wilkie High School. You tomorrow uh, tomorrow morning show, kind of a graduation uh, day for Bumby. Yeah, for, but, well, no, Bumpy <laughs> will never graduate.
0: We've already determined that. He's been a sophomore for 20 years at least. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's good at it. He is the poster boy uh, for uh, uh, the campaign against social promotion.
4: How long does it take you to put together a, a deal like that? What does it sound oh, like to you, how long it takes? Yeah, <laughs> that's, I'd really like to know. What do you think went into that? A lot of
0: work. A lot of work? Well... I looked at uh, the newspaper and I listened to Minnesota Public Radio so I heard the report about the fourth graders and the cars are and I probably spent an hour writing that and then I just showed it to Jim Ed what 10 minutes ago yeah and we've never read it before wow together but you know that's just habit habit the nice thing about a little deal like that you know is that you you create an environment with a, a sound effect in the background you tell people what they're hearing and then they'll hear it so, you know, that wasn't really a school hallway, but if you say it's a school hallway, it'll sound like that. And the school bell is a great device because it, it ends the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's so difficult to find an ending sometimes, just tossing in a bell will take care
2: of it. Uh, at first, I thought the Karzar was the president of Afghanistan. Yeah.
0: They had to explain it,
2: yeah. that it wasn't it was something else.
4: You never know. He could wind Hamed up being the uh, Karzar. Karzar, Karzar yeah. Yeah. He could wind up being the Karzar. After Susan's all. on the line. Go ahead, Susan.
3: Uh, good morning or afternoon, now. You can you say that.
4: morning
2: to us. <laughs> we respond to that.
3: <laughs> I'm going to miss you so much. My kids grew up with you, well, you know, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Remember when you <laughs> did Mr. Science and then you had to change his name to Dr. Science? Oh, and wow. Legally over the radio You yeah.
0: have been around for a long time with yes, our show. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh,
3: but remember this time? When you guys are starting to play the Prairie Sun's Home song, it's like 20 years ago. Mm. And we're like brushing our teeth in the morning, and every morning you'd play it, and people started calling in and griping about it. Uh huh. So we you still quit do. it for a while? Yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. like 15 years later, it's a mm-hmm. standard Monday morning thing.
0: Right, but we only play it once a week because every oh. day was too much for oh. people.
3: Well, yeah, but no, you sneak it in there once in a while. Too. <laughs> we. we...
0: <laughs> yeah, we do. We're trying to find that middle ground, you know, we're we're reaching across the aisle and trying to work with everybody. Gail, you have another
4: uh another routine
0: to oh, share. Well, sure. You know, we had a whole bunch of fake sponsors, which is a great long tradition in radio. They were fake? <laughs> you see, Jim <Jimette> Ed is just <laughs> figuring it out. Uh, you know, I mean, I was a big fan, I uh, still am of Bob and Ray from the old days of radio and and Jim had the chance to to meet Bob Elliott uh, working with Prairie Home Companion. And Ray Goulding. You know, and I did, Ray Goulding, a too. To, yeah. yeah, and so, you know, they're heroes, and they did this sort of thing, too, and so naturally, you know, you try to copy your heroes. And, and it also gave us a chance to talk about what was going on in the world and in the news without being quite so forthright and, and coming out and saying, here's this I believe, you know, here's my commentary. So instead, we'd do things like this. We'd say... This section of our show is supported by Spendy Popper, the drug company, presenting Perplex, the Petite Paisley prescription pill that puts politics in perspective.
2: I was sitting in front of the TV and the people on there were ranting about how our lawmakers don't get anything done. But then I turned on the radio and people there were saying our lawmakers do too much. So I went online and it said there that our lawmakers are an invasion force from outer space. So
0: I went to see my doctor. Well, you're having a news source indigestion. You're consuming information that has conflicting spin, and that churns you up inside. uh, We call that blog rot.
2: I used to be able to take uh, in any kind of news, Uh you know, all different kinds, really, all at once. Well, you're older now, and there's uh a lot
0: more news, so you need perplex. Uh, perplex. Perplex is going to help you reconcile the unsettling counterflow of mutually opposed statistics and purported facts and the overabundance of outright innuendo. In your endo?
5: You know, and you How and does know, perplex no, go it's, in? It's a pill.
0: that goes in your mouth. Don't worry. oh, oh.
5: oh. Scared from
0: Hypersensitivity is not good with early blog rot. I want you to take a perplex when you switch news sources.
2: Well, what if I just stay at stupididiots.com? Well,
0: feeding on a single news source can make you pompous and inflexible and a little snotty, so don't do oh, that. Gee, can I, can I get a fifth opinion? Be my guest to get all the opinions you want, but it's going to make you queasy. I did feel queasy, but checking around confirmed what
2: my doctor said. I
0: told you, you stupid
2: idiot. When you uh, overindulge on opposing points of view, you could get blog rot. Papa Perplex to help you digest the details
0: and handle the spin. Perplex, a petite Paisley prescription pill that puts politics in perspective from Spendy Popper, the drug company. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think people knew that that wasn't real. No one ever came to us looking for them.
4: That was fake. Yes. Yeah, again, most people knew. Patrick wants to know what are your least favorite, most requested songs that, thank God, you no longer will have to play. Mm-hmm. Now it's time uh, you can you can mm-hmm. uh, tell all gentlemen. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I suppose it was least favorite. We uh, I would have talked uh, that whatever requester into playing something else. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mm-hmm. hmm.
0: you're bobbing and weaving here. You well, know. No, I no, I'd say anything that you play a lot as a disc jockey, you begin to get tired of. Even you know, fantastic music. I've probably heard waltzing with bears enough. But, yeah. <laughs> but you know, you understand that it's not just for you that you're doing it. It's for the people who are listening who haven't been through all of the plays that you have. And so I'm perfectly happy to go along with, with those requests when they come in, even if it's something I don't care for.
2: And I guess for me it would be a little potato, although I did see it on, used on a commercial
0: on TV. And once it appeared on TV, Jim Ed was interested again. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, go ahead, please.
6: I get to say my thanks on the radio because I tried to write a letter and never got around to finishing it. Um, I want to thank you guys for 25 years worth of music that has just been so fun. Uh, Part of the beauty is never knowing what's going to come next. And I've been uh, thinking maybe I could collect all the songs you've played all these years and just have my own collection. But the problem is I would know what I was going to play, and that's no fun. Yeah. The fun uh-huh. was never knowing what yeah. you would put on, Ethel yeah. Merman or, or uh, Marlena Dietrich or whoever. Um, and my friends and I over the years have been among those who picketed when they threatened to cancel your show, and we would talk to each other after the show and say, did you hear it this morning? I mean, we were great fans. i One of my favorite moments was um, a guy who came to the studio who said everything twice because he was from—it was honoring the anniversary of the photocopier. And I wondered if you remembered him.
4: You remember the uh, photocopy man?
0: No, that sounds like a pretty good bit. You say we did that?
4: I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you wrote it, even. Um. I, I, I very well may have. Yeah, I don't remember Thanks
3: that one. Thanks for I checking very well in may in have.
4: Maggie. I don't remember that one. I very well may have. Bo would not be complete without a little piracy. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh. Right, well, one of our most um, popular characters is Captain Billy, who fits every pirate stereotype uh, there ever was, and uh, uh, I, we always seem to, to do well when we go out to sea, far out to sea, Captain Billy, the crew of the Muskelung, and... Uh, and, Captain, uh, I know you're interested in how pirates are represented these days. I, in my
5: opinion, these pirates, and there's pirates, you know. Ain't yeah. that right, boy yeah. Now, me boys, me boys, of course, is the real thing. There, These other troublemakers you hear about is in the
0: news. Yeah. These
5: hoodlums and nothing
0: well, more. What's, what's the difference between a pirate and a hoodlum, Captain? What's
5: the difference, boys? <laughs> yes, and the real pirates is handsome ways is. Well, those real pirates has style.
0: Leg legs and eye patches,
5: Captain. Aye, real pirates has eye patches even when they don't need them. And artificial appendages galore. You know, wooden legs, hooks for hands, artificial knees and hips on some of Buffy us.
0: little parrots.
5: I, oh, indeed. someone has smelly little loudmouth parrots.
3: Smelly oh, parrots. Oh,
5: no, I, I love the loudmouth ones, uh, but oh, I don't love them actually. But each to his own, I say that. Uh, so,
0: so, Captain, what? So what, what harm is done if someone you describe as a hoodlum passes himself off as a pirate?
5: Anytime anybody does a pirate like activity and they ain't a real pirate. Well, that hurts our brand. It does. And
0: what sort of pirate-like activity are you talking about specifically? You know, here? taking
5: something, what ain't yours, and holding it for a ransom in order to get the best price—that's uh, what I'm talking
0: about. Well, they have—you know—they have taken quite a few vessels hostage off the coast of Somalia. I think the most recent count—Somalia, Somalia. Or, uh, Somalia is
5: oh it? no, I ain't talking about Somalia. I'm talking about Springfield, Illinois. Is oh. <laughs> <It's arriving! laughs> You know, holding a seat hostage yeah. and selling it to the highest bidder? I mean, what is that? When we real buccaneers does a kidnap and a fundraiser, yeah. we take an actual living person, not a seat. Well, I think
0: I think what you're talking about is the governor of Illinois. Here. Just another
5: make-believe pirate as far yes. as I'm concerned. Yeah. But Blackbeard is a far better pirate name yeah. than the one he's used. Right, but of
0: course, you know, he's only accused of a crime at this point. And
5: so is we huh. only accused. All these years. Right. International fugitives from justice, uh-huh. and innocent of every
2: charge. Is
0: <laughs> Joining us from uh, from far out at sea.
2: so
1: woefully misunderstood. Captain didn't.
0: Billy and the crew of the <laughs> Muscalung. And we thank them for stopping by.
4: Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, you know, it
0: doesn't take very much. Just a little
4: <laughs> splashy sound and a guy with an accordion and some
0: other guys roiling and uh, and you've got a whole world there. It's hard to read that through one eye, though. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is you've done a beautiful job. Thank you. That's this week's morning show podcast. Thanks to Kathy Wurzer, Julie Seipel, Steve Griffith, Gary Eichten, Sarah Meyer, and Randy Johnson for inviting us to appear on their programs. Our producer is Mike Pengra, our online producer, Michael Wells. And, of course, you're the listener. Thank you for that. Next week, the final show, the final podcast. And then you can find me online at our new music service, Radio Heartland, at radioheartland.org. You can also hear Radio Heartland through HD Radio in the Twin Cities at 91.1 FM HD 2. There will be one last podcast for you in one week. See you then.